0: Boys, it is the holiday season, and I'll tell you what, uh, over Thanksgiving, I realized a powerful tool to make your holiday season better. Mm-hmm. It's Cedar Ridge whiskey. It always is. It is. Like, I mean, I know it's always been, but like, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I I sat down with my dad and my brother, and we like poured ourselves a nice little neat glass of Cedar Ridge bourbon, and just just like the warm feeling enters inside of you, it warms you up, the burn hits, it loosens up your inhibitions. You can tell dad that you truly love him. I love you, dad. You can tell my brother the same thing. I I love you, brother. Thanks to this whiskey, I can speak well. Makes your conversations a little bit more classic. Yeah.
1: I literally yeah. watched Planes, Strangers, and Automobiles with a fire going. With a glass of Cedar Ridge So
0: mm. That's
1: what you need To be doing right now You that's need right.
0: to be doing that Cedar Ridge has been there From the start with us They are local They are a distillery That makes unbelievably Awesome whiskey products uh, The the wheat The bourbon The, the slipknot collaboration Forget it. Forget it. If you're in the Iowa Or the Midwest Just grab a bottle Whether it's for yourself To enjoy the season Or to bring as a gift To somebody When you're going To their holiday party mm-hmm. Grab yourself a bottle If you're elsewhere They will actually Ship it to you mm. You just go to their website. Website cedarridgewhiskey.com. If you like whiskey or someone you know likes whiskey, just get it. Like yep. we're basically telling you, it's fine. This, this is where is, you
1: start and this is where you end with with whiskey. I'm yep. telling
2: you. And the colder months are coming; they're here, basically. So there's only one thing that'll
0: warm me up like that, and it's Cedar Ridge whiskey. One of my favorite times to consume Cedar Ridge whiskey is in a flask when I am like snowboarding yeah. or something, and you're yep. riding the ski lift up. You're like, give me little nippers. Yep. <laughs> oh, warm you straight up. Warms you
1: straight up, man. Let's you see. do them 360 McTwists. You know, <laughs> I, I see you. <laughs> McFlip Twist. Yeah, going walking
2: walking with my dog out in the woods and stuff, and I got a little Cedar Ridge with, with
0: yeah, you're, me. Yeah, you're driving around looking at Christmas lights, but you're not the one driving. Right. Take yeah. a little right. nickname. you got to yeah. yeah. enjoy this responsibly this holiday season. Go to CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. Get your shit. I mean, we're telling you, it's the best. You're going to enjoy it's it. great stuff, man. It's the whiskey. reason I drink whiskey.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Confused Breakfast Podcast. On this podcast, we review the movies that define the 80s, 90s, and 2000s for us as kids, but you really can't talk about the defining media of your formative years without talking about the rest of pop culture. On our mini episodes, affectionately known as Mini Bites, (laughs) we dive into some other aspects of childhood that must be explored on today's fun-sized conversation after some urging from our Patreon members and Facebook page followers, we're going to talk about one of the most popular book series of the 90s perhaps all time RL Steins mm-hmm. goosebumps yeah goosebumps. <laughs> Uh, for those of, new to the podcast, I guess we got to explain this, right? Oh, yeah. The the original way we did this was we started doing a movie review every two weeks. Right. And then we're like, oh, man, people like this. We should do more. Yeah. But then we're like, oh, it'd be really hard to do a movie every week. So then we came up with the idea of mini bites where we did those every other Episode right, but then we realized we'd probably run out of stuff to talk about if we kept doing that. Yeah, so then we added more movies, and then we're like, Oh, I've never seen, and then like top five movies. So it, we're back. Remember, we're back. remember when we said that like we
1: couldn't do a movie a week? <laughs> remember when we said that it was yeah. too much work. <laughs> We're, it's still
2: true. It's still
0: way too much work.
2: It's, yeah. That, the truth behind it hasn't changed. It's just that we decided that we would just put a lot of stress on ourselves. Yeah. We just
0: decided to make this not fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what we hope to do. So I hope you're enjoying yourself. It's time for a mini-backs, uh, mini-bikes, bike, bike. bike. It's, it's, we're mini Mini-backs back. mini or bite? Yeah. <laughs> what the
1: fuck? <laughs> and this, this is really fun for people out there. We, we haven't been in the same room together
0: in a long time, so we're having a yeah. good time. To you, it's just this is just a normal episode. But for us,
2: <laughs> sorry, <it's> just like <laughs> hit my knee on that. We also,
0: I guess, we can tell people we are officially. AJ just got injured doing a podcast. <laughs> (laughs) We are officially uh, taking the YouTube route. This will be the last couple episodes while we prepare the studio, but you're going to be able to not only listen to us, but see our fucking ugly faces on YouTube, because apparently that's what people want. I don't know why. Don't understand. Doesn't make any sense, but it's going to (laughs) happen. So just wait. That YouTube channel is coming out, uh, and we're going to do a full-speed nostalgia dive into this amazing series of goosebumps. But first, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, We got a thing called Review Time. (gasps) Review Time! (laughs) This is from ye bitten dog uh, entitled my search for the perfect podcast is over. Whoa. I have struggled for years to find a podcast that could hold my interest. After binging the first 15 episodes, I'm confident my search is over. This podcast feels like it was meant for me. I feel like I've made new friends and hung out with old friends all at the same time. I kind of like that. (laughs) That's cool. Mike, Sean and AJ are the perfect mixture of relatable and lovable personalities to look back on your favorite things through the lens of nostalgia. I can't wait to continue listening and supporting the show even when I'm in a pre-funeral home. (laughs) Call back. In fact, a pre-funeral home, you've heard us mention that, that comes from a mini-bite from days of old. Price is right. In in fact, if you are new to the show, go back and listen. Don't skip the mini-bites. I do that. Sometimes if you're listening to a podcast and they have a look, this is different, I skip skip those. And I understand, but you should listen to ours. You should go back and check it out. They're very fun. They're very fun. I think so. That one in particular is kind of fun. Wait wait till the end on that one if you can. <laughs>
2: Historically, one of the probably the funniest moment maybe in the podcast happened There's, about
1: at the end of that one. So we, far, we each have one so little far. thing, and I think that's mine for sure. <laughs> yeah. but uh, thank you so much uh, for saying that. that's really those are really cool words yeah. to, to say about the show. And yeah, you you we are your friends and you did find your new show so. Just so you know.
0: Beautiful. Uh, also got a reminder to everyone out there to join us on Patreon. We've got uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash confused breakfast. Tons of perks. Uh, you can vote on upcoming movie topics, upcoming movies, which are has just concluded. Our patrons have made their votes for Christmas movies. We will tell you about them soon. Mm. Uh, and we've got like 14 hours of additional conversations. Just recently, we talked about how Kevin Costner sniffs too much on Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. It's it's can't miss topics. So yeah. You, you want to hear. <laughs> <to> hear
1: this. <laughs> It's fascinating content. Fascinating it's, stuff. <laughs> stories of us riding on buses that are, that you probably have the same exact story. <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's riveting
0: stuff. Riveting. And we'll make sure to read the names of our beautiful supporters here at the end of the episode. And last but not least, before we dive into goosebumps, uh, you can call and leave us a voicemail. Let out all that hate, anger. Somebody called us today and was like, You don't ship to Maryland. Yep. And I was like, We're, It's not us. We're working on We're it. We're working well, on it. You, we want you to have our stuff, just <laughs> yeah. so you know. <laughs> yeah. you (laughs) You can yell at us. You can tell us cool things. The number is 319-804-9596. Let's see what today's caller had to say.
2: Hey, fellas.
1: This is Ashley, and I live in Eagle Lake, Minnesota. I listened to the Are You Afraid of the Dark mini-bite, and I thought it was Fucking amazing. I discovered your podcast through another podcast, Two Bears, One Cave. Nice. One of the comedians was on there talking about it, and I was like, I got to check it out. So I checked it out and I found this one, and I fucking loved it. And I cannot wait to listen to more. And I have a lot of catching up to do from what (laughs) I've seen on the list. But I'm super pumped for this, and I'm closing out my fire right now as i leave this message so yes it is just perfect it's fucking perfect you guys are fucking hilarious
0: Keep it up (laughs) Ashley just straight up uh, Steve Martin In the uh, the (laughs) 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 voice No, so Ashley Actually called back A few days later And was like Hey, I'm not sure What I said But I know I called you (laughs) I was super hammered Sitting around I was was gonna say something But (laughs) I'm glad glad she did (laughs) No, Ashley We're so glad to have you In fact, uh, she was talking about Are you afraid of the dark Mini bite, One of the last ones I think we did So it's it's great to have you Ashley I hope you're still uh, Getting drunk around the fire It's getting a little cold (laughs) up In, in Eagle Lake, Minnesota, though. Yeah, okay, right. like, that, that is
1: probably one of the most perfect ways to listen to this, maybe. I guess. That's, I, uh, guess so. I mean, that, that's how I'd want to listen to, like, a, my favorite show if it was my favorite show, you know. So thank you. That's really wonderful. Yeah, f- feel free to call us drunk Fucking anytime, wonderful. Ashley. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what we're here for. Fucking awesome. Fucking fuck awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might be the record of fuckings on our voicemails. So
0: <laughs> my I was editing that, you know, just cutting it down a little bit, and my wife from the other room's like, what the fuck are you listening <laughs> to? <laughs> <laughs> just my fan voicemails, babe. Don't just worry got about some it. Voicemails. <laughs> Catching uh, up on some emails and some voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Ashley. Thanks for listening. But Thank uh, you. it is time to dive in. So uh we were talking about goosebumps. first uh I think we should talk about our personal experiences, broad experiences with Goosebumps and the series. Yeah. Um, I I absolutely loved these books. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep in mind, they were written for like third to seventh grade is kind of what the reading level was there. And uh, we'll get in more into the history here, but that was like I was in third grade when they came out. Oh, yeah. You know, so like I, I still have – so many of them at home. In fact, as we get into YouTube, I'll probably bring probably bring one to sit there. But I was really into reading, and like the new books would come nerd. out. I remember what's that nerd? Uh, no, I was Just man. Kidding. Like what a nerd! I was totally a nerd. But like <laughs> I, I remember, we'd go to the store, and they would sell these on like book on bookshelving in like the grocery stores. Oh, wow. and you'd go, oh shit, there's a new one. I mean, they came out probably like every couple months or whatever, and like I would buy it and go straight home. And knock it out before the end of the day. Really? Because, like, halfway flexing that I was a good reader to my parents (laughs) and being like, look how smart I am. But also, like, I was truly intrigued with these books. They were written at an easy-to-understand level. They would always cliffhang you at the end of a chapter Mm -hmm. so you'd keep going. Right. I got to find out what happens to that. And so I owned, like, every one of the books up until – uh, the horror at Camp Jelly Jam, <laughs> that was uh, 1995. Which <laughs> at that it point, fell off for you. Huh? At <laughs> that point, now I'm in like seventh grade, and I'm like, I don't read kids' books. I read Mark Twain. You was that
2: know? like a crossover with Candyland or something? <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: we'll talk about the <laughs> horror at Camp <laughs> Jelly what Jam. Do you some Artemis Fowl is, is up next <laughs> for you or something.
0: No, but like the the cover art was. F- Unbelievable! the the oh, colors so The colors pop so much. And remember, like on the the Goosebumps title, you could feel it. It was actually, yeah. it, yes, it stuck it's, out like braille, it's almost like an embossed. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk more about like the artist and stuff later. But but that they drew you in. You, you would see the the book and the title, and you'd be like, oh shit! Like, I gotta I gotta read this. It's so awesome. And like, I I always felt that there was a way to put yourself into the main character. He wrote it so well that. I would always identify with the main character, and then be like, "Cool, this is me in the story." Okay, yeah. which okay. was, I mean, like, what? What's your experience with the book and the series?
1: Well, uh, going off of that, is is like the the his characters in the book would would always change too. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, it's different stories. It's kind of an anthology kind of series, but there was either someone to uh, relate to as like a, a main character. Uh, or there was some sort of like background character, like the brother character that you could relate to that was also, you know, but it was also, it was just so cool to like read every book and have it switch up a main character. Like, Oh, I can relate to that kind of aspect to their life. I'm not, I'm not a girl, but I can, you know, I relate, I'm, I'm, I've been bullied or something, you know, something like that. Um, but my experience with those is, is kind of the same me and my brother, I think it was mostly my brother was like into these books because I can't imagine my at my age being like, yes, I want to read the scary thing, you know? Oh, really? So you were not always scary, Sean? Like- oh no. Oh no. I was like six cents, dude. Fuck me up. Um, well, yeah. Uh, really turn the tables. <laughs> yeah, for Sean, I literally, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, air freshener hanging off of my yeah. mic right now. But my, my mom would buy these books for my brother and me really. And she would read them to us at night. I remember this, Vividly, and I don't remember like really getting scared. I just remember being like super entertained. So, yeah. was, but they were scary, like there, a lot of scary stuff. A lot there. of shit in there was like really kind of racy for uh, lo- those kids, those age. It's all about the cover art. It's for me. It was just, I would look at those things and be just amazed and just wonder, like, what the hell is in this book? I can't wait to read it. Yeah. And sometimes it wouldn't be, like, as lavish, you know? And you're like, what the fuck? Like, there was a giant ant on the cover. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know? Um, Or, like, there's, like, skeletons of of families of skeletons, like, doing barbecue. I'm like, where the, they were just, when does this happen? Yeah. They were just so quirky. And and it it all kind of stems from uh, R.L. Stein liking the EC comics. Uh, back in the day and like and those those covers and those stories were always like really like they were horror, but they were they, they were in on it. You know, they weren't trying to scare. They were just trying to like prov- uh,
0: prov- provocate Pro- provocate Pro- provocate 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 provocate. You, <laughs> uh,
1: and that's and that's really provoke, provoke you. <laughs> <Why can't>, wow. <laughs> wow, Like I
0: said, I like to read a lot, guys.
1: I'm sweating. <laughs> oh God! Um, but yeah, they it would always they would always suck you in, and I would just uh, completely just be enamored with all those covers. And then once we'd read them, we'd just be super entertained. Oh yeah, yeah. What about you, what idea? do you remember, age? Dude, I didn't rate
2: them. I never read. I never read so the. Books. You're not a reader, nerd. I, I'm not
1: a reader. I'm not what you would call an
2: intellectual. Okay, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a, a, a reader. No. Uh, but I did exactly what Sean did because uh, my brother, my my brother and I shared a, a bedroom. Like we had bunk beds. Like it was quintessential. Like brothers. <laughs> yeah, same here. And, and uh, but and he was a big reader. He read everything. Like. Uh, and he loved reading. He had a lot of the goosebumps, 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 <laughs> goosebumps <laughs> books, uh, goosebumps beds.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they had that as merchandise. Goose
2: beds. <laughs> <laughs> goose, <laughs> goose, goosebumps beds. <laughs> uh, but I did the same thing. I looked at the covers. Man, I was I was a pictures kid. <laughs> you know, uh, that's just that's just what I did. And like I I remember very, very, very much remember the mask the one yeah, with the mask the haunted mask. Mm-hmm. the haunted mask i remember that very much and that v- really creeped me out because it's just this kid but holding up that mask yep. to his head and so that one really freaked me out but the one that really like really got me was the hand out of the door yeah. with all the plants on it and the plant stay uh, out of the
0: basement stay out
2: of the basement yeah man Oh man, I just I created way more horrible stories <laughs> yeah, than what would have probably existed in that. Maybe book. he
0: would like horror if he actually would have gone through and read those books. Yeah, yeah. your burned. imagination was just way too good, <laughs> just way
2: too <laughs> scary. I got way into my own head. Apparently, I just went down the darkest rabbit holes because of these pictures and decided not to read them. So uh, I, I I got in more into like the. To the like the TV show yep, as it came yep. out, and like I would bounce between that and "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of my. Uh
1: my life with Goosebumps. Don't worry,
0: man. If we can just make it through this episode, then it's Christmas. Season. Yeah, <laughs> then it's Christmas. Season gonna feel for good, AJ. dude. Gosh,
1: there's some <laughs> Christmas horror books that he wrote. I'm
0: sure there's some yeah. Christmas horror episodes. Yeah, that he had.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the history of it. In fact, it was kind of fun to go back and and figure some of this out because I was just I just read the books. I didn't yeah. care about the backstory. But I mean, for those that don't know the books or or haven't followed in a long time it's essentially a series of children's horror fiction novels by american author L.R.L. rl stein Uh, the stories follow child characters who find themselves in scary situations usually involving monsters and other supernatural events so yeah from from 1992 to 1997 they made 62 books under the goosebumps umbrella title um Since the release of the first novel, Welcome to Deadhouse, that was the first one I specifically remember getting that Mm -hmm. one. Uh, That was July 1992. The series sold over 400 million books worldwide in 32 languages to Mm. become the second best-selling book series in history. In history. After... Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, individual books even made it on bestseller lists, uh, New York Times specifically. So he even said Stein characterizes the series as scary books that are also funny. Mm -hmm. And I I found that interesting because it, it is true There, that he almost played off that nervous laughter. There's a lot of the, like... Something scary happened, but then it's like, oh, but we're laughing about something else.
1: It's the same reaction, yeah. Like comedy, like the the reaction of laughing to something that's funny is yeah. the same reaction of being frightened by something that's scary. You know, it's and I think he started out as a as a, a comedy writer, like writing writing uh, yeah. comedy stories and stuff. Like he had his own like magazine, uh, and that was like his dream. Apparently, was Stein's dream it was like to have a. Uh, comedy magazine and so he did that for like 10 years and then they just
0: kind of asked him to do this kind of thing it said that and so like after he was doing that in the 80s he started writing uh teenage horror novels yeah uh in 89 he started writing the fear street books have you read those at all
1: i haven't read them but there's the new three movie series on netflix that is fucking excellent is, but is that based off of his novels it is. okay cool yeah. they're i think they're a little bit more r-rated right for for netflix but uh and so they're more like 18 year old young adult i would say gotcha. but if you're a young adult go ahead and fucking watch them <laughs> just please a bunch of ahead. sex bunch of violence you're gonna love it um
0: <laughs> no but cigarettes
1: yeah if, if you are a fan of that that kind of stuff it is fucking excellent
0: cool really really good so after he did Fear Street, uh, he was approached to do the Goosebump series, which uh, they're basically saying, like, we want them shorter, shorter stories. Uh, in fact, uh, about 120 pages on average was a Goosebumps book. So he wanted shorter stories tailored to the younger teens mm-hmm. where these, these teenage horror novels were more like 16, 17, 18, 19. Right. Mm-hmm. He wanted this to be 10. 11, 12, 13, 14. It hadn't uh, been done before. No, not really. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all Goosebumps books were written to that level. He was also the co-creator and head writer for Eureka's Castle. Yeah. On That's <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing like, Hey, his... talk
0: about something really random.
2: Yeah. You would see his name like pop up on, on when uh, you're watching Eureka's Castle and, and RL Stein, isn't that the scary guy? <laughs> yeah. I remember that very vividly. So I write the
1: Goosebumps books. I'm RL Stein. Uh, <laughs> Zero personality. All right, wow. Robert, uh, we're gonna need you to pump this up a little bit. <laughs> we need to come on a man. little bit more up, up, up. You had your coffee, right? Yes, I did. Please and thank you. It's going. It's pouring through my
0: veins right now. <laughs> I, in fact, I feel crazy. <laughs> I Feel like I'm reading too fast. <laughs> uh, at his peak, R.L. Stein was known to complete these stories extremely quickly, uh, in John Hughes-esque uh, fashion, yeah. where he said they would he, he would write them in about six days. Wow. Wow. Uh, and he would come up with the title first yeah. and then write the story.
2: He would walk around, and he'd come up with stuff like, uh, oh, God, what was one that I read? It was very funny. But he's like, <laughs> he'd just come up with a title like like, like Fear of Hamsters or, or, or
0: <laughs> <laughs> Carnival of
2: Hamsters. And he's just like, how could I, how how, can I make that scary? How could I make that scary? So he was
0: doing what you were doing, basically. Yeah. You were looking at the title and the yeah. cover art and being he, like, oh, my God. He's, he's like, was... every kid has a hamster, right? That, I mean, not really, but... <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, uh, wait, hold on. There, there was something on here. Oh yeah. So he said, um, I, th- okay. He said that, uh, yeah. To go off of you, AJ, yeah. some of his ideas for books came from real life. Uh, Stein got the idea for the book, the haunted mask after his son, Matt had a Halloween mask that he had trouble getting yeah, off. That's yeah. cool. I, and he's like, Whoa,
1: I know that fear though, man, that it's claustrophobic. <laughs> I'm, I'm a claustrophobic person. And that I've had that happen before. I'm like, Oh shit. Oh, like oh, and like your God. friend's trying to get it off you, you know, like you can't get off a pair of boots or something like that.
0: They're struggling. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Stuck on me forever. Uh, and There was a couple of interesting things, too. Stein says he doesn't have any death in his stories. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, nobody dies. Mm-hmm. Even though there's scary situations, no one dies, and the children in the novels are never put into situations that would be considered too serious, mm. where they're like, supernatural, maybe, or there's just like, parents won't listen to me, I swear there's a ghost in the house. Right. just wanted a Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really not that bad. It's yeah. the way he writes it, and right. he attributed the success of the books to their absence of drugs, depravity, and violence. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay yeah I mean for
1: that age yeah I mean I, that's all I want right now and, and story you gotta give it to me <laughs> yeah. you when, give it when it to I me, sit man. down and watch my stories all I want is boobies and drugs <laughs>
0: boobies <laughs> and drugs <laughs> boobies he did he did credit uh, he remembered reading the popular tales from the crypt comic books when he was mm. young mm. and credited that as one of his inspirations um, but yeah man two common themes in the series are children triumphing over evil and children facing horrid or frightening situations and using Their own wit and imagination to escape them. Mm -hmm. It's it's essentially like you said it. They're all kind of the same story, but they're not. There's it's a different character with different attributes and put in a different situation. Um, But he said he also said he doesn't attempt to incorporate moral lessons into his novels. Just says it's just this is just strictly reading. Like have fun. Mm -hmm. It's a good story. I think I think he like.
1: I think he kind of says that shit. Cause like if you see interviews with him and we, we're going to make fun of him throughout this thing, but he's <laughs> actually a good man. Yeah. Um, but if I, I think that that kind of seeps through anyway, those moral lessons, you know, because I not, maybe he's not even trying to do it. I think subconsciously just, they kind of come out, even like with the haunted mask is just like a story of a girl. Like that should just be herself, yeah. but she doesn't want to be. And then, like, she literally buries herself to become something else. You know. Yes. It's like, well, there. I see it. I, it's it's kind of obvious in there, RL. <laughs> yeah.
0: What do you think his real name is? It's Robert. Is it Robert? It's, it's Robert. Robert. Lawrence. Robert Loja. Robert Loja.
2: Loja. <laughs> <laughs> <Lo-sha>? Wait, wait.
0: <laughs> that not it? <laughs> That's, no. Ray Ray Liotta. Ray Stein. Liotta Stein. Ray Liotta Stein. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't see an issue with that. Uh, no, the, no, that sounds legit to me. The cover <laughs> illustrations for the series were done by Tim Jacobus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it needs to be mentioned because I think – I don't know if this series is as popular as it is without those designs. It wouldn't have
1: got me, man. No. Like, those Scholastic uh, Book Fair days, you guys remember those in school? Totally. That's where I got all this shit. And, I, like, my mom would send me off with some cash or whatever the hell, like, the the check buck oh, was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. And so you'd, like, have a limit or whatever. So you get, like, cu- a couple books and then, like, some erasers and stuff, you know? Yeah. Cool. Um, but well, that's Book where... fair's coming through. Exactly. And, like, that. <laughs> remember when that was fun? Oh, that was bad. <laughs> it was, like, it I feel like it. If there's a book fair coming through, like Swisher Island, <laughs> like what the fuck ever, I don't give a fuck. But back then, it's just like I don't know what it was. It's just like you're a kid, you can purchase stuff, maybe. Yeah. And then so I mean, you're buying these books, but like, how do those not fucking stand out? Yeah, it's it's his work on on those covers is fucking literally probably why they're. It's I mean he, you can't mention Arl Stein without mentioning him probably because it yeah. it doesn't work.
2: Yeah, yeah. You you go to those those book fairs, you buy an Arl Stein book. Probably something like a Redwall series, and then you get a Lamborghini poster. <laughs> cool. And that's like what you do. That's what happens. <laughs> the agent still
0: has. <laughs> that <laughs> I've still got hanging Above up right book. over there. No. <laughs> Did you guys have bookmobiles? I don't Bookbiles. think so. Does Wait, that even. Yes, yeah. It's like a trailer, yeah. that has books in it, yes. Like a and you like take one person at a time gets to go inside of it out at school, and yes. Like, you're like, oh, I'm gonna buy this book, yes, yeah. Which dude, is essentially wow. what a book fair is, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, it was like those those buses that came to your yeah. school to hear to test your hearing, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But you yeah, go in one it. at a time.
0: <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> to what test it is. Your <laughs> no, I think it was a thing. I think Sean's right. <laughs> yeah. You put on uh, headphones, be like, <laughs>
1: like and you point on like <laughs> raise your hand. It. It's like you got out of class, but it was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, well.
0: The bookmobile. Uh, let's talk about Ooh, a He few. should have
1: wrote a story about that. The bookmobile? Well,
0: the the bo- bookmobile the, on the Fright mobile. Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, quick. So the bookmobile traps you into an alternate universe when you okay. walk inside. If you yeah. pick up the wrong book, you go into that book's you universe. You go into the book's universe. The- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: no. So like you, if you accidentally <laughs> pick oh, up no. like Dracula or something like that. Yeah. You're- you
2: chose poorly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Children yeah. of the night. Yikes. What music they make?
0: <laughs> Let's talk about a few of the uh, books. I know some of my favorites. I'll name you a few of them. Uh, Welcome to Camp Nightmare mm. was probably one of my favorites. I think they made a the a TV series on that one um,
1: too. You can't mention the titles without mentioning the cover because that's how I associate. Okay, it. so
0: t- t- a cover of Camp Nightmare is a t- it's a tent. Yes, and there's like a creature reaching yeah. around opening the tent. That's right. Remember the the creatures, uh, the kid goes to summer camp and like, things are weird in summer camp, but he's got a girl that he likes. And then something weird happens to her, and then there's this creature called Spectre. (laughs) And there's always and the other kids always have the weirdest names like Roger and like <laughs> Mike. Roger Rogerson. <laughs> I don't think they ever do last names in that. Roger Rogerson. Uh the one AJ was talking about, stay out of the basement. Yeah. That was number two, if I if I remember correctly. Is that right? It was one of the early ones, but yet the dad's like growing yeah. plants in the mm-hmm. basement.
2: He's basically got a side business for weed and, <laughs> that, and, and he's exactly. just like stay out of the basement. And <laughs> don't some, go down there.
1: Those are my <laughs> special flowers. <laughs> yeah, he's, don't sniff them. Don't don't. Is there is there a skunk down there, Dad? <laughs> it just smells like that, son. Dad, don't worry it about it. S-
2: what's all the smoke? I thought you were growing trees. <laughs> why is it smoke? <laughs> Are you lighting trees on fire?
0: It
1: helps them. You it know, helps? if you see people like on the side of the highway burning brush and stuff like that,
0: it's kind of like that. Yeah. It's Shut a, up. That's all it is. Shut up, stupid ass kid. Yeah. Uh, st- Roger uh, Rogerson. Roger Rogerson. The Haunted Mask. I think that's. Yeah. I think that'll. That's. Universally rated as like the best one. I think so. I think most people would agree that that's at least top five of all the ones he wrote. One of my favorite ones was the first one though. The the
1: the, the very first one. Yeah. Um. House. What's what's oh? Welcome to Dead House. Welcome to Dead House. house. It's kind of dark. It is. Yeah. I mean, that kicking off
0: with that one, yeah. oh, oh, my God. Like, and that was a creepy cover, too. It was just yeah. a haunted-looking house right there. I think it was purplish. Yeah, yep. Purplish <laughs> book color. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, one of my other favorites was uh, One Night at Horrorland, which I think actually led to a spinoff down the road that <clears throat> we'll get to here. Yeah. But that was when they were driving on, like, a family vacation, and they they come across an amusement park in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's right. But, like, every all the rides are ultra scary mm-hmm. like wow. you like you could die on them kind yeah. of a thing yeah. i like i really because i liked amusement parks as a yeah. kid you know i was like six flags that thing became a whole series on its own that we'll get to yeah right. yeah yeah and the other one uh that i remember was the werewolf of fever swamp yeah was that like a greenish blue color Yep, had a werewolf just hanging out with like
1: uh kid clothes on i think it had like yeah werewolf Den. Right? Where Wolfden wears,
0: there it is, <laughs> uh, and there are some really bad ones too. I was looking up like worst rate because there for the good ones that he had, there were some fucking clunkers. I <laughs> know, I know you're going to get into stats. Let's hear. Well, about I it. actually don't have any stats. Uh, there's there was a good one called Monster Blood. But then he kept going, and there was a Monster Blood (laughs) 4, which I I, think is the last one he wrote. I remember Monster Blood cover was like a a set of stairs with like purple goo on it, right? Yes. Or like green goo or something. That might have been Monster Blood 2. Okay. I'm not sure, but Monster Blood 4 is like one of the worst ones. Uh, it's the last one he wrote as well. Sounds uh, just like flavors of
2: creepy crawler like, <laughs> soda. Freak out your sister. Yeah, freak out your sister with monster blood, too. <laughs> it's purple. Ew. This time,
1: it's this, purple. This time, it's green. There's some night crawlers in it. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Gross.
0: Oh like, yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, well, then there was one called the Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. I remember that cover so much. Which like it almost it almost goes hand in hand. Like how good the cover is is almost how good the book is. Yeah, because that cover was garbage. <laughs> like it was just like a Uh-oh. snowman standing next to a bus stop going raw. Oh. <laughs> it just looked really stupid. <laughs> and in fact, like I, I never read that one, but I tried to read why this is on a lot of lists. They're like. The snowman like doesn't show up till the very end of the movie, <laughs> and like goes to California at the very like on the last page. <laughs> and they're like, "Isn't it with this whole book?" It's basically book about? A euf- euphemism for my dad leaving. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just that's what it is. Basically, so no big deal.
1: Basically, the Michael Keaton Jack Frost, <laughs> <laughs> which we will cover on yes,
0: this we show. Will.
2: Why does he look like George Clooney? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. right,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about. Uh, there were there were two other ones. Uh, one was called Chicken Chicken. It was just Gotta a stupid-looking chicken. <laughs> and I'll remember, I think this one I did read, and I think I put it down halfway through. It was called The Barking Ghost. And you're like, uh, huh, huh, so cool. It's a ghost so dog. So it's a ghost dog, or is it just a, okay. It's a ghost
2: dog? You're just bumming me out. I that's, <laughs> that's, what I saying. that's just it a sucks, bummer. Man. Man. I don't want that. Well, we want that... to watch Marley and me over
1: and
0: over yeah. again? Yeah. <laughs> well, there there were a couple sad ones that were kind of bumming. There was one called Ghost Beach, uh, where, like, it ended up being, like, just, like, the souls of, like, two kids who had died on the beach Jesus. and they're like stuck oh. there and they're just lonely and they're Ugh. trying to make friends they're like jeez bro good god where'd robert. you get the, yeah where'd you get that robert jeez take it easy rl god <laughs> yeah is that, what, is that what his friends call him
2: yeah arl like instead of carl <laughs> yeah because like people call me age they kind of roll them together what's up arl arl <laughs>
1: arl carl's pretty short already but that's fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, maybe RL's from California. Yeah. It could be like C A R L. Yeah. Carl. Carl. Yeah. Should, should we stop recording? <laughs> I think we cracked it. I think we cracked it. <laughs> Listen up, Confused Breakfast. It's holiday season, and you don't know what to get as a gift or a stocking stuffer for the loved ones. Come on now. Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. Sean, you're good at math. How many balls is that? It's got to be like 8 billion balls, right? 8 billion? Or probably million, but... Well, million, but yeah. 8 million balls. Uh <laughs> I have four, so it's fine. Well, get 20% off and free shipping for your Christmas gifts at manscaped.com with code CONFUSED. If, you're, if you want to know the surefire picks for the stocking stuffers, oh yeah, uh, number one, unanimously, the Manscaped 2-in-1 shampoo and conditioner mm-hmm. just launched. They sent us some fucking awesome. Beautiful stuff. Mike, your hair looks fucking Don't nice. you? Do you see this beard, too? I just got back from the ocean, mm. and, like, oh, yeah. and it was just, like, way too salty. Yeah. It was. Popped in some of that Shampoo and conditioner Two in one I hugged you I
1: kissed you on the cheek And I was like That's way too salty And then you came back and it was better.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> go, hold on, i got to use AJ shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another one, the Manscaped Cologne-infused body wash. Not bad. You don't need to be buying that Axe body spray, like uh, body wash anymore. Get rid of that. Get the Manscaped Cologne-infused body wash. They also have the four-piece nail kit. Shears 2.0 luxury four-piece nail kit. Uh, crop mops or ball wipes for your stanky balls. Mm-hmm. I didn't write this word, stanky balls. This comes direct from Manscaped because right. they are comfortable with their usage of work. Words. right yeah love those guys and they also have a signature cologne uh, I'm excited to give it a sniff I'm sure it's going to be great based on the way everything else has mm. been smelling These formulations are all vegan cruelty free dye free sulfate free and paraben free so you know the products are legit make sure to hurry to their site ensure these gifts show up before the holiday season while you're at it remember 20 percent off plus free shipping at manscape.com with code confused confused confused, confused? Ugh. Brian
2: Lambert here. You might know me from such things as Rudy from the Monster Squad. I killed all the things you're listening to the confused breakfast podcast. Let's get back to the show. You know, if you want to be in the goddamn club.
0: Well, that's, that's all I got, Sean. I think you were looking into like what happened after this. Cause they made quite a bit of adaptations once this got super popular. Right. That's right. Yeah. Well, before you, before we get into that, I'd like to
1: add to your
0: segment here a little bit
1: where it's just like, he, the, like where he got the name for this was like, he was watching like a commercial or something like that. And I think it was a commercial where it was like some, some sort of like horror-a-thon. It was like a Goosebumps-a-thon on Channel 9 or something. You can see an interview with him or whatever where he's explaining this. He's like, yeah, I saw the, where I came up with the title Goosebumps is I was, I was watching Channel 9. They had this uh, horror thon Goosebumps. And I thought that would be a great title, Channel 9. <laughs> and no one laughs like you just did. <laughs> and like Channel 9, you get it? And everyone still doesn't laugh like you just did. He's like, hey, it was goosebumps. Oh God! <laughs> it's like it's awesome. Um, but that's where that's kind of where he got the name. But yeah, he was he was uh, like asked to do this series. He was asked to do like a to. Tr- he's like, I don't I don't think I can write horror. I just got off of comedy, you know. Um, but then he's then he said like I that's kind of the same thing. So I'll just give it a shot. And so it was just kind of like a lucky whim that he was successful with these books but uh, the adaptations coming up with this is just uh here uh, after the rousing success of the book series on october 27th 1995 the television series would air for the first time where were you guys in
0: 1995 95 or 97 what did you say 95? 95 95 well, I was uh, in like sixth grade. I think I had just moved up to Iowa at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. I, that? Okay. So very scary times. Very scary times for me.
1: <laughs> Moving to Iowa, being like, oh my god. Um, but this—the premiere was an hour-long special presentation hosted by the Crypt Keeper himself from *Tales* *Tales from the Crypt*. Cool. So they got they got the guy to do the guy who does the voice and the puppet to like introduce everything and everything like that. The first episode entitled The Haunted Mask was known as one of the greatest Halloween specials of all time and earned actress Catherine Long a Gemini Award for best performance by a child actor. Whoa. So, I mean, I, I rewatched this episode. I don't know if you guys remember this episode at all, but uh, I was watching actually like promos for it like leading up to this night and just getting right back into the Halloween spirit watching these because cool. like the Cartoon Network – Like, their rerun kind of thing would would, uh, show this. But, like, they did so much promotion to leading up to this. It was just crazy. It was like, from R.L. Stein, the the creator of Goosebumps, here comes the newest show. And it was an hour-long thing. I mean, that these on on Netflix right now, you can watch all these on Netflix, by the way. Um, On Netflix right now, they're all, a lot of them are broken up into two parts because it's, you know, kind of long. But imagine being a kid, like, I imagine right now if there was, like, an hour-long presentation of, like, your favorite book series that's also horror yeah. kind of related. And then, like, I would I would probably stay up or, like, like tape it or some shit. Um, but watching all the promo for, for this whole thing was, like, really, really cool. And, like, kind of – I mean, I didn't – I don't remember seeing all the promo or anything, and I didn't even watch it on TV. No. But there were 74
0: episodes – uh, created and I think that spans three or four seasons. Uh, and that's and that's like t- one episode is like part one of something and then, yeah okay because yeah because they only did what like sixty two books or something like that right so, yeah okay. and, and so I, I I think some
1: of the some of the episodes were like shorter some of the episodes weren't, right. they weren't two parters but uh, after many so I mean that's that's kind of the show uh, what do you guys remember about the show like what do you, what like what are your favorite episodes I, I kind of want to ask did I remember the intro. Yeah. Oh yeah, the intro
2: was. It was actually kind
1: of
0: bad. <laughs> it was bad,
2: but but like it creeped me out though. Still, <laughs> the dog with the, the face yeah, that changes. Yeah, and I was just like, like I would. There was. This is one of those things that there were little parts that I would kind of like look away, like you know, kind of like, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, Exactly. Like you don't want to see the creepy clown, like doll, and are yeah. you afraid of the dark? This is the same way, and like, but I just remember him walking up, and I think I feel like I feel he's like got a by, briefcase. Right? Yeah, he's got the briefcase. And like, like walks up on this hill or the house or something like that. And he's like, my br- my brother will always be like, that's R L Stein, that's R L Stein. <laughs> he's
0: got his book in there.
2: He's got, and then it opens up and all the papers go yep. flying and stuff. Yep. And I remember it very vividly. I don't know, it's really weird.
1: Well, I I remember watching uh, like going back and watching a couple episodes in that intro and that that dog. It just stays on that dog forever. I'm like, it's just a dog. <laughs> oh then, wait, he's scared. Uh, and then his eyes light up. And it's like, oh. Ah. Okay. Okay. What's next? What's next here? It's like comparing this, I can't not compare this to Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, exactly. So much better. Oh good (laughs) God. I know it's a little maybe a little bit older, I guess. Well, not really. I don't think so. Um, They're kind of the same era, right? More sophisticated, I guess. (laughs) Uh but yeah, it's it's the the whole intro is super cool. The music is just so iconic. Um the, the weird G flying in, yep. you know, it's super cool. <laughs> yeah, <that's so> weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 74 episodes. I think it was like maybe two or three years before this was kind of shut down and everything like that. And then there was talks of trying to get a movie up up and made uh, for this thing, uh, for a long, long time, and even even back in like 1997 or 98 or something like that, Tim Burton was oh. actually in talks to uh, get get this going no and off kidding? the ground. The issue was they didn't they couldn't like pick a book to uh. you know they couldn't like uh, get. A story that they wanted to, well, especially because they
0: did. They already did the best ones.
1: They exactly. already put them on TV. So right. are you
0: going to do it again? And yeah. how?
1: Like it's it's really hard to expand an hour long thing or like a half hour long thing into a feature length and everything. So they like there was just like he was like I'm going to move on and do like I don't know Batman or something yeah, like Batman. that. Whatever. It took forever. And then. uh it was, after many years of rumors, Deborah Forte, the original executive producer of the TV series, finally found a writer and director for the motion picture. Writer Darren Lemke and director Rob Letterman. And so they kind of came up with a story to have, like, well, how about we just don't choose a book, one single book, and we have just, like, R.L. Stein be the main character of the of the piece, and maybe, like... He's writing and like all of his books come to life or something yeah. like that, and it's like up to him to defeat it. Jumanji. And so it's basically Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically Jumanji. And they, I mean, and then you cast Jack Black, and it's a phenomenon, right. you know. Uh, Jack Black is a huge fan of these stuff of, of of these books. So he was
0: just like, "Let's do it."
1: Yeah, and playing R.L. Stein, and like if, I don't know if you have seen the. I actually goosebumps? haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen it. It's really fun. Uh, I saw it on Halloween back in 2015 or around halloween um but all the promotion for this too was like crazy there was you know um websites made there was you know games made that you could play there was like a website that you could go to where the the uh slappy was like the the, he was like the living dummy yeah he was like counting down the days till the movie released and stuff so that was super cool uh and then they they released a sequel which i didn't see actually um but I mean, the first one did so well that they did do a sequel. So let
0: me ask you this: Was 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 the movie made for kids? It's PG, I would say. So yeah, yeah. what? What I almost I just had a thought in my head: like if you're what what this podcast does a lot is we're we're feeding off nostalgia, right? Like we all read these books as ten uh, year olds, twelve year olds, mm-hmm. and now we're in our thirties. It's like it'd be better if it was a goosebumps movie, but it was like R rated. Yeah, you know, because then like we're 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 the ones that probably want to see it. Yeah, not and the kids are like, "What's this goosebumps thing?" Like, I don't know, I don't know what goosebumps is, but the adults are like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Yeah, like, like imagine goosebumps, but it, yeah, like yeah, the it remake or something like
2: that. I I don't know. Well, That'd it'd be it'd be great to have it like as like an anthology kind of movie. You know what I mean?
1: Uh,
0: like, Ooh, that would be you, cool. you know
2: where they do the stories and maybe they. Have some connections,
1: yeah.
0: But
2: they do each story, and each story is about 25 30 minutes long, that mm-hmm. kind of a thing. You get it to get it to an hour forty. I don't know. You can they mash kind of in cool. like th- three to four of those stories, and you you just have some connections along that. That'd be a lot of a give us the gritty <laughs> goosebumps. <laughs> reboot <laughs> anthology <Yeah. laughs> like tr-
0: trick or treat, but goosebumps. There you yeah, go. that's what I want. Creep yeah. show, but goosebumps. Creep yeah, yeah. talking
1: like all hosted by Arl Steinems well, Actually,
0: no, no, no. Actually, don't include <laughs> because
1: them. he int- introduced like almost every episode. I think. And he's just like, it, it's it's I mean it's like the Crypt Keeper for Tales from the Crypt. Aye. Like that's pretty much what he wanted to do. But he's just like, hi, I'm R.L. Stein. I wrote the Goosebumps books. Enjoy. And so here's this episode. <laughs> uh and we're gonna watch it now. And then he came back after the episode, he's like, wasn't that scary? <laughs> Tune in next week for the next episode of Goosebumps.
2: It's about as bad as the guy who introduces like the Marcus
1: theaters movies every <laughs> single time. <laughs> it's high, except he's he's got a lot of energy. He's just trying like, at least. He, yeah, R.L. Stein is just I don't I don't I'm not sure if they could like inject him with any energy. Like I'm I'm assuming like a director just being like, hey, Robert. Like let's punch this hey, one up. Arl, this <laughs> hey Arl, this, let's punch this one up a little bit. Like this is the this is like one of the most famous ones with Slappy the doll in it. Yeah. Let's maybe like get Slappy in there and like help you. Like, I'll do it myself.
0: <laughs> it's Like what do you mean
1: I am up? Here <laughs> is Night of the Living Dummy. I remember writing this one, and now you are watching it. <laughs> How about that? Here it Technology. Is. It's crazy
2: that I, when I wrote this, it's now a movie.
1: And I think, like, every signing that he goes to, it's got to just be, like, like an, the next kid comes up. He's like, hi, I'm R.L. Stein. <laughs> I wrote the Goosebumps book. He's like, that's why I'm here, dude. I have, a, I have like, I know ten who you of are. them in my hand. I want you to sign this, please. I know. The next I know kid, He's are. like, oh, that's good. Good, good. Uh, thank you for reading. Hi, hi I'm, I'm R.L. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, did you, Did God, you know, did know you. I made kind of like uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? There were some kid cameos. Do you remember any of the famous people that were in any of these Goosebumps? I recognize a lot of faces, but I I can't put the name to them. Our boy Ryan Gosling was in Say Cheese and Die. That was Goosebumps? Yes. Okay. Ryan Gosling was in Say Cheese and Die. Say Cheese and Die. That's right. remember that one. Laura uh, VanderWart was in three episodes. I didn't even write them down. Uh, Hayden Christensen was in Night of the Living Dummy 3. Uh, Adam West was in the masked mutant, which by the way is definitely not one that I read. And I think it's pretty low on the list. Um, and then eight, you know who AJ cook is? Uh, she was in final destination. She was Jenny in out cold. She was like oh, the, yeah. Yeah. So she was in don't wake mummy. Really? Oh. Yeah. That was like, And this are all, all these people. It's like they're, Oh my gosh. Original roles. Pretty I couldn't, much in.
1: I couldn't get them straight because they had to have filmed this in Canada then too. Do you think so? Because there, there's so many people that you just listed that, that were in Are You Afraid of the yeah, Dark? Yeah, Hayden well. Christensen as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, damn. I'm like, because I, I only thought Ryan Gosling was in the one Are You Afraid of the Dark? And that's nope. the only,
0: only one I can think of anyway, but damn, shit. They, and I guess they asked him to come back, Ryan Gosling, but at that point, like, he had just started. Getting into film roles and yeah. like no, I don't He's do like, that oh, anymore. I, he on, knew guys. that spooky kid shows were not his.
1: <laughs> it future. wasn't his forte. I'm
0: actually really handsome, so I'm gonna go
1: do movies. Uh, <laughs> I got this <laughs> offer Superstar. for this movie
0: called The Notebook. I think it's gonna be a big catalyst for my career. Yeah, so right. going to Go do that. Have you yeah. heard? Have you heard about that author, R.L. Stein? He's like, I'm R.L. Stein. I wrote the Goosebumps. Okay, R.L. 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 Well, A.J., you looked up some stuff. Like, I what? I mean for as far as i go is is the books the tv show the movie i mean like what's fucking arl doing today like i know they made they continue to make like adaptations of these stories didn't yeah, they yeah
2: they keep they were making adaptations they he was keep he keeps writing he lives just in new york now with his wife and his dog and they just li- they live in their like nice fancy new york apartment he's like the 15th richest
0: Author,
1: that's be. horrifying
0: of all time. I, like, bet, I bet dinner conversations are great. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> he's just like Dad. What'd you hi. do today? Hi, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Dad. I know who you are.
2: <laughs> he's got Alzheimer's or something. Oh come on! It's, all all of his kids
1: are like an, like anagrams for his names or whatever. Like just W S Stein or like yeah. T L Stein. <laughs> but, <laughs> No, he, he does. He, he just, he
2: lives uh, in New York city with his wife and they have their dog and he's, he's still writing. He's got his studio there. So he was saying that he's got a, he's got a writing studio in his apartment. And basically for inspiration, he has like a few things. One is a mask. Another one is a full size skeleton. And another one is like a 3 foot cockroach or
0: something. A weed plant. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: yeah, Yeah, and then the weed plant from Don't go downstairs.
1: Stay out. Of, don't, don't
0: go, yeah, you know, don't go downstairs. Stay out of the basement. No, don't go downstairs.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I just needed to know. I just I just looked up RL Stein's dog name. Like you would think it'd be like Okay, wait, wait, wait. Slippy Slappy or like <laughs> You know, like
0: scary stuff or, yeah. He wasn't good at naming kids in the stories, so what was (laughs) it? He can't be good at naming a dog. It was Minnie, Minnie, (laughs) (laughs) Minnie, like the mouse. (laughs) But he
2: is still writing books. Like the Um, mouse. uh, Oh, uh, hi. (laughs) I'm Minnie Stein. Uh, I mean, he's actually still pretty pretty active out there, and he's still writing. That dude, he still writes, like, they said on average about seven books a year still good God. that he's still writing books that he's still putting out stuff and, and shit you know passionate you, about you, it he's good at it too yeah i mean you can go visit like his website it's still updating he's like actually very active on twitter like all that good like stuff. political
0: stuff yeah
2: um it, no for real no i don't <laughs> <you can actually laughs> i don't i don't know about that he's not all.
1: like stephen king in that aspect but like no. it, comparing him to stephen king literally is just like he is the children author yeah like Stephen King is the author yeah. to adults it equally like, as successful he, he yeah. is
2: and like a lot of people get like do comparisons between him and and uh Stephen King and he has you know he's he has a lot of respect for like other writers like he, Ray, Ray Bradbury was like one of his big inspirations when he was a kid you know He seems
1: like a really down to earth um, dude
2: that he was like yeah like and I I I love Ray Bradbury like fiction that was mm-hmm. like the one thing in... In, like, English class that I paid attention to when we're talking about <laughs> authors, but, uh, but, it, like, and couldn't get into R.L. Stein apparently, even though it's, like, tailored to me. But, um, we
0: got to talk about two things on Twitter here, real quick. Two, oh, for R.L. Stein's Twitter. So, first of all, his, like, bio is my job to terrify kids.
1: Guy, okay. Hold, okay.
0: Hold on there, Arl. Then six days ago, he posted this photo of him just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, "And it says, I'm so pleased and honored to announce that I've been named Employee of the Month at my house."
1: Uh, okay.
0: <sighs> he does not hey. run that account. Well, okay. there's, that's a
1: picture. Of, that's not a selfie. No. Nope. Somebody, somebody took that. One of his somebody kids, takes... like WS, <laughs> took a picture of him and it was like, uh, "He runs his Twitter account because he's like he's too he's, he's too out of it."
0: X Y Stein <laughs> came in and was like, "I'm taking <laughs> a picture of you." Okay.
1: It's yeah. <laughs> X Y Stein. I guess he's. Uh, I really like the show Zena. I don't know. He
2: <laughs> he really is apparently just like the most mild mannered guy. Like when like when Jack Black went and like talked to him for the movie <laughs> and stuff. He was like he was basically just like yeah. I like I kind of expected something more along the lines of like. Stephen King or Tim Burton or something like this, and he's like, he's really mild mannered, and to be honest, I think he's just too nice. <laughs> he, he, Jack Black considered him just too nice when he met Jesus. up with him and, and shadowed him and like hung out.
1: That's why, like, if you watch the movie and he's playing R.L. Stein, he's not doing like the "Hi, I'm R.L. Stein. I wrote the Goosebumps books." He's yeah. doing like, a, "I'm R.L. Stein and I wrote the Goosebumps books." You know, yeah. he's doing like an accent, I'm a brilliant mind. Yeah, exactly. He's doing like a mad scientist kind of thing. So he's like, I have to spice this character up. It's like. Jesse Eisenberg and Mark
2: Zuckerberg. Like, yeah. <laughs> that guy is just that guy is just stale white bread. How did you
1: inject any humanity into that <laughs> uh, human?
0: I'm Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> and I like sweet baby rays. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna
2: take over your mind. <laughs> That's right. Oh no, but I mean, really, he's he's such a mild mannered guy. He's he just lives his very very rich like New York lifestyle, just basically in his apartment with his dog and his wife. His kids are grown up. Yeah, like he, he uh, just loving life, man, loving life. And I the one the one interesting thing I I kind of found. Well, I, there's a lot of interesting things, but there's this little tidbit that like people are like, well, what's he afraid of? Like, does he actually have any fears? <laughs> And do you know the one thing that, that Arl Stein is actually, like, afraid of? Kids. It's not kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be great, though. <laughs> That's
0: why he writes these books, yeah, to yeah. terrify Keep kids. Keep them away.
2: <laughs> uh, he said that it says that he, he doesn't like to jump into water, so every time he's around a pool, he has, he, to-, he, he has to step very daintily in. And, and like his kids <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, like <laughs> nephews and stuff will, like, laugh and make fun of him. Then he's like this guy who's been terrorizing kids.
0: (laughs) He's like,
2: he has to very, very gingerly get into water. He's
1: like, cannon! (laughs) no. are <laughs> also I'm just like oh, no. oh god
0: <laughs> be careful so he doesn't ever walk next to a pool because somebody Uh-oh. can push him in <laughs> right he, he, fall he in. will not fall into water he will not that's the weirdest <laughs> fact he hates ever boiling
1: heard. water he's yeah, okay. he just putting it on the stove and filling pots up <laughs> you, okay. so just, I, don't, I can't be around water i it. might fall in
2: yeah and uh, so that's about it though yeah very very <laughs> normal guy other than he's just very rich He's Very the kind rich, of guy, guy
1: He goes. he walks into the room and he's like, the temperature in here is off. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need it like one and a half degrees, a little bit warmer, just <laughs> so you guys know. <laughs> I, just, I need <laughs> sparkling water. I need lime, lemon, and a dash of <laughs> s- cilantro. <Bitters. laughs>
2: he, he probably goes in. He, They're like, oh, would you like still or sparkling water? And he's like, uh, sparkling, but can you pour it out first until <laughs> it goes flat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, uh, I mean I get it. Oh, okay. Sure. What, what do, do you, want, you need? Do you want just still water? No. No,
0: no. <laughs> it must go through the steps.
2: <laughs> Walking around his house.
0: Ooh, touch the thermostat. <laughs> Well, I am, we are making fun of the man, but I am thankful for him. He, yeah. uh, I do, I can definitely look at the goosebump books as being a catalyst for me to enjoy reading and mm-hmm. to like continue down that path. I got a degree in English for God's sakes in college. Cause like that was all I was pretty much good at was just reading books and writing stuff. So, uh, real thankful for that guy he did wow. a nice job there's yeah. also a podcast out there called goose buds mm. it's been around for a long time i found it when i was just kind of searching uh for goosebump stuff um they're just they analyze like they'll pick a book and the whole oh, episode cool. is about the book uh, and I'm pretty sure they're still doing it if if they're listening to it. Uh love your show. Pretty nice. If you're yeah. a Goosebumps fan, go check them out. Mm. You can, like Sean said, you can find the TV stuff on Netflix. All the episodes are on there. You can actually go to read all goosebumps online and <laughs> and you can read you can read every single Goosebumps book ever made. R.L. Stein runs it. He pretty he, he just
1: puts his <laughs> manuscripts up there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like just, I just want so many hits. Even the website's like, just buy it if you can, but here's the book. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's, the, it's the Wikipedia of, of Goosebumps books. That's basically just what apparently. it is. Hopefully, you can pay for this. I mean, That'd for be-
1: real, while, while researching this, I like, I want like an artwork of all of the covers. Yeah, man. Like, just, but like, as a poster or something like that, they're just so fucking awesome.
2: I feel like that would be the perfect like coffee table book. Oh would, yeah, it? of just a book of all the covers, just covers. Wow. You yeah. flip through
1: it, it's just covers. Yeah, there's one, one, be one, to one to last,
2: first to last. Yeah.
1: Little tidbits here and there, that'd be cool. Oh yeah, like from the artist or something Absolutely. like that. Every page is like, "Hi, I'm Aras. <laughs> 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 I wrote this one.
2: <laughs> this was another one that I wrote as it's as it's like seventy pages in." <laughs>
0: Good lord! Well, <laughs> shit. You got anything else you want to talk about on Goosebumps? If there? you if
1: you want a little more of this, there's so much to this, like this, merchandising and everything like that. If you want a little more, I just, just look up Goosebumps history, yeah. on YouTube. There's a documentary on there that some someone just made, like from their basement, which is cool. Doesn't mean that it's bad. It's totally informational, and it, and it has like every single commercial you could ever want. Uh, from, like, toys to promoting the movies to promoting, like, the VHS releases of the Jesus. movies. It's pretty extensive, and it's pretty cool. It's, like, an hour long, but uh, go check that out.
0: Tight. I got my, a lot of information on there. My question to you guys is, do you think the guy that did that documentary or these people that have a podcast strictly based on Goosebumps, do you think they would listen to our conversation today and be like, fuck those guys? Or would they be like, it was pretty funny? Because uh-huh. I feel like they have to just... Honored the Lord Savior R.L. Stein yeah. like to the <laughs> highest, and we're kind of like making fun of him a little bit. I would hope that they, they, they
1: know that we're in on the joke. Yeah. We're on it. We like him. I yeah. just said something nice about him. Did you hear what
0: I said? Yeah, he's a he's a great human. Being. I owe the man my life. Yeah,
1: it's I I, I think I owe him.
0: <clears throat> excuse me he's getting choked up i think i
1: i, I think i owe him for uh, getting me like into a horror pretty much like him yeah. and scooby-doo was like literally the basis of why i'm into like even being scared whatsoever so i hey mean when when you have
2: somebody uh, like uh, somebody like me who d- didn't read the books but became so inspired by just the covers of them i mean i think that's pretty damn important oh yeah. and that's so yeah
0: fucking beautiful Well, we hope you enjoyed the mini bites. Uh, We're going to keep it in rotation. Maybe, you know, every month or so, every two months, we'll hit the mini bites back up. If you got any ideas for pop culture stuff, let us know. Get us on all the social medias. Uh, Next Wednesday, we're jumping back into movie reviews. It's been asked for on a fairly consistent basis since we started. Uh, It's time to do it. Princess Bride time. We're doing it. Oh, yeah. We got to move on to that. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be great. I can't wait. And we cannot forget our amazing top-tier patron members. Here we go. Dane, Joel, Tony B., Jordan, Nick Marula, Alicia, Camden Griffith, Francisco Rivera, Cameron J., Kirlana, Big Big Andy, Bud Larson, Anita Richard, Travis Hunziker, Brian Hernandez, Nick Fulkerson, Kale James, Mr. and Mrs. Roommate, Greg Jackson, Jason Davis, Daniel Skaggs, Emilio Perez, Skylar Brunson, Jordan Hooten, Brenda Meisner, Willie Cox III, Janelle Lewis, Joseph Thomas, Marshall G., Riker Garrison, Mitch Kavanaugh, Ryan Carlton, Sean Dixon, Dana Dane, Josh Miller, Macy Connor, Jason Botsford, Stephen Moore, Chris Pryor, Paul Diaro Jason Hahn, Buckaroo Bonsley, Jeff Spencer, Maiden Creations, Travis Scanlon, Eric Hine, Michael Hod, Gary McCarthy, Corey Vaughn, Damian Zemek, Jukes of Hazard, Ranger Rick, and Sue Mark Pryor in there again. How'd you get in there twice? Zachary Huron, Eric Marietta, Dallas B, Kelly with a Y, Tim, Kitty Witch Chaos, Rivas, David Wagoner, Eleven Babe, Tim Bash, Mike Zacher, Dwayne Van, Candice Worcester, Zachary Moore, Robert Venns, Pit Take, Barbecue, Joey Piamonte, Cole DeRocher, Dave David Waters, Alan Cross, Sean, Zero Phonic, Amy N, Ryan, Andrea Santo, Dakota Holland, Samuel Miller, David Gould, Channing Rankin, Anthony Stone, Sam, John Devlin, Zachary, and Goodness. Seth Murray.
2: Thanks for listening, guys. The most important thing you can do right now is to follow us on social meds. The social media. At Confused Breakfast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And if you're on Twitter, Confused Breakfast. Be fast. You should also subscribe and leave us a review on your podcast platform of your choice that you're listening to on right now.
1: Also, will you please visit our merch store?
0: We have merch, you guys. Shirts, stickers, koozies. Go check them out at confusedbreakfast.bigcartel.com. And don't forget about our voicemail number. We want to hear from you. We want to hear those sexy voices. 319-804-9596. You can find links to everything at our website, confusedbreakfast.com. Tell your friends that's your mission this week. Get them to to an episode.
2: Guys, you can always find me anywhere on social media. It's A J A Y V E N S. anywhere on social media online.
0: You can find me, TikTok, and Instagram, SeanPrior237. Goodbye. And I'm generally called Mikey Schulte on things, but sometimes I'm not. So you're just going to have to like click on the links and the things yeah. and find us, okay? Yep. Got it. Well, that's it. it for today's episode. Goodbye. Dave's- Bye. Bye.